0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the
1: leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Listening enjoyment, John Lund has...
0: Johnny Dulles. Philip Shaw, Johnny. Oh, yes, Mr. Shaw. Our
1: company holds a policy on Miss
0: Judith Thompson. She was killed. How? Somebody shot her. You'll have to go to Los Angeles. I'll book space right away. Well, I'll go to the office as soon as you can, and I'll give you the details. Sure, and a ashamed, and I'm yours. We'll return to our program in a moment. But first, I'd like to say a few words about jamming. And I don't mean mother's preserve. During wartime, it has frequently been the practice of an enemy country to jam our radio communication. That is to cut into our broadcasting with broadcasting of their own so that our radio messages cannot be received with any degree of clarity. There was a time when our civilian radio broadcasts were jammed too, unintentional though it was. As you can imagine, it was quite a mess, and still could be. Can you imagine what would happen today if there was no coordination among our many radio and TV stations? Or if the telephone companies didn't cooperate? When radio broadcasting first began in our country, each station chose its own call letters, power, and spot on the dial. It wasn't long before two or three stations would try to come in on the same spot, and the poor listener couldn't understand a thing he heard. So to get things organized, the Federal Communications Commission was born. Licenses were issued to each station and to qualified operating engineers. The same thing now applies to TV stations. Today, a radio or TV station may request certain call letters, and if no one else has them, the call letters are issued. But power and the spot on the dial are restricted by laws of nature, and the FCC engineers don't have much choice in what they tell the station operator he can or cannot do. With the telephone and telegraph, however, the situation is different. The FCC makes sure the rates are fair both to the company and to the consumer, and that all of the independent companies work together so that someone in Japan or Germany, for example, can call someone else in New York with practically no delay or trouble. So the next time you pick up a stateside broadcast loud and clear or hear everything your family says to you over the telephone, just remember that you have the Federal Communications Commission to thank. <laughs> Submitted by Special Investigator Johnny Dollar to Home Office National All-Risk Insurance Company, Hartford, Connecticut. The following is an accounting of expenditures during my investigation of the Black Doll matter. Expense account item one, $189.95. Plane fare and incidentals to Los Angeles, California. I arrived at 10 o'clock the morning of the 12th and went directly to Hollywood, where I registered at the Wentworth Hotel. Then proceeded to Central Division Homicide under Lieutenant Brickford. Got a teletype this morning that you were coming, Darrell. Hope to give you all the help I can. Well, I'll be glad to have it. Can you tell me something about the dead woman? Well, shot once with a thirty-eight in the chest. Killed between one and two, night before last. Any suspects? Yeah, we've been checking on the people she knew. Talked to several of them. Couple, Mr. and Mrs. Lyon, a girlfriend, Miss June Fisher. She'd seen her during the day, but can't tell us very much. The lions hadn't seen her for several days. They couldn't give us any reason why someone might kill him. We've got some more names we've got to run down. Boyfriend, uh, the, uh, the William Carnes works for Timken Aircraft and test pilot. Girlfriend says Carnes and the dead girl started seeing each other about two weeks ago, but uh, she didn't believe it was anything particularly serious. Yeah. She was killed in her apartment. Yes. Yeah. Killer entered by back door, ripped the screen, but wasn't robbery. Nothing was touched. Somebody just walked in and killed her. Yeah. That's the way it looks. lad hasn't come up with anything that will help so far. No prints. They got the bullet, but we need the gun. What did she do with that lad? Well, that's something we've still got to find out. We are pretty sure she went out. There were some clothes on the chair, slacks, and a coat. Wouldn't wear the coat around the house. Oh. What about this boyfriend? I was going out to talk to him this morning. I wanted to check on him first. Pilot in the last war. Went we'll to for Timken right after he was his charge. And uh, I seemed like a pretty solid citizen. A lot of citizens are pretty solid until they kill somebody. Yeah. Well, you want to run out to the field with me? If you don't mind. not a bit. Give me somebody to talk to. 25 minutes later, we were driving through the gate of Timken Aircraft. As we passed the long, low line of gray buildings, I saw a plane sitting on the starting line. A bullet-shaped jet with stubby, swept-back wings. Inside the main building, we were shown into Mr. Rudolph Timkin's big presidential office. Okay. Come in, gentlemen. Which is Lieutenant Brickford? I am, sir. And this is Mr. Dollar. Ah, pleased to know you. What can I do for you? Well, we'd like to talk to one of your pilots, Mr. Timken. William Kahn. Bill? Oh, certainly. But I'm afraid you'll have to wait a while. He's just getting ready to take up the XR-200. Is that the jet I saw on the line? Yes, the beauty. Oh, thank you. We think it's the best. Hey, if you'd like to come out on the field, this test isn't security. The last two years we've been under wraps, but since we got the bugs out and the Army's given us a contract, it, would you like to watch? Oh, sure would. Simpkin took us out on the field, and we watched the jet take off and climb toward the west. It Circles climbing till it was out of sight. We kept watching and waiting. A cool breeze was coming in from the ocean and the sun was warm on our faces. Finally, we saw it. Here he comes. Can't even hear him. He's traveling faster than sounds. Do you fly, Mr. Dulley? Only when I've got an expense account. How fast would you say he's going? (laughs) You'd be very surprised, Lieutenant. Even the Army was. Yeah. I'll stick to being a cop. <laughs> hey, he's in his turn now. Yeah, Now, come in across field. He's even lower. Here he is. on the field until William Carnes landed the plane. Then we went back to Timken's office. The president of Timken Aircraft gave orders for Carnes to report as soon as he could. And about 20 minutes later, the young pilot was shown in. Timken introduced us and then left. What can I do for you, Lieutenant? Yeah, just a few questions. Do you know Miss Judith Thompson? Yeah, what's wrong? She's dead. Somebody killed her. Killed her? Don't you read the papers, Bill? Yeah, well, usually, but... uh I've been so busy the last couple of days. And she was killed night before last. What did you do night before last? Stayed home. Any way of proving it? Well, no. I, I live alone. I just stayed in. You don't think I killed her? You've known her for about two weeks, haven't you? Yeah, I guess it's been about two weeks. She's a nice kid. Awfully nice kid. Sorry about it. And you stayed home the night of the tent? That's right. All night? Well, yeah. you'll find out sooner or later. No. I wasn't her. I took her out the night of the tent. and I knew she'd been killed. But look, honest, I had nothing to do with it. Why'd you lie about it? Because I'm married. No, we're not living together. We're separated. My wife's living in Chicago now with her folks. Always kind of hoped we'd get back together. But if I got mixed up in a killing... You got mixed up the night you took Judith Thompson out? Look, uh, I was lonesome. Judy was a pretty kid. I saw her about six times in two weeks. It helped. But I'm in love with my wife. I've always been in love with her. You can understand it, can't you? Sure. The night of the tent. Where did you and Judy go? To the beach. Went down to the pier and played the concession. When did he get home? Um, I don't know. I guess about eleven thirty or so. Yeah, somewhere about that time. Eleven thirty or twelve. You go right home. Yeah, right home. That's true. Anything happened during the evening? Anything uh, unusual? Unusual? Anybody following you? No. Did Judy seem nervous or anything? No, she was fine. She didn't act nervous or anything. <laughs> okay. Is that all? Yeah, for now. We'll talk to you again. All right, but I sure wish you wouldn't tell the papers. Tell the papers? What about me being the one who took her out that night? It would finish me for good with my wife. I wouldn't have a chance. Her family doesn't like me as it is. Why did you and your wife split up? My job. I don't really blame her. It's tough for a woman to sit around the house when her old man is flying new stuff. What am I going to do? I guess I love flying about as much as I do my wife. Just keep hoping she'll understand and... I don't know. It's the best. Well, we'll see you later. Okay, Lieutenant. Nice meeting you, Mr. Dollar. Nice meeting you. We left the and put him in a big office and located Pimkin. We thanked him for his cooperation, then went out to the car. We were about to drive away when Bill Carnes ran out of the building. Oh, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. Just thought of something. Yeah? What is it? Well, I, I doubt if it means anything. In fact, I forgot all about it until just a minute ago. Something about the other night? Yeah. When we were down on the pier on the fight, you know, playing the concession, I right down there had a fight. Fight? Yeah. That's a shooting gallery. I spent about $2 knocking down fights and winning coupons. When I got done, Judy wanted one of the draws. You know, the plaster prizes. Yeah. This was a big black one, a about this big, and the guy wouldn't give it to me. You got in a fight with him? Oh, no, darn! Near. I bought enough coupons for the doll, but he said it wasn't a prize, and I said, "What have you got it up on the shelf for?" And Judy wanted it, so I finally made him give it to me. Then we had to fight him for it. Hey, it wasn't so much the doll; it was the principle. I hate to be had like that. Yeah, no. I know not much, but it was kind of strange. But of course, I don't know what it could have to do with Judy. Well, you never know. Um uh, she take the doll home with her? Well, yeah, sure. And a lot of other things we You know, kind of junk. Hmm. Okay, Bill. Thanks a well, lot. Sure. See you later. Yeah. Bye. 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 Uh, that's funny. About the fight? Yeah. I think he took the doll home with her. Why? Wasn't it in the apartment? No. All the other junk from the pier was... It? I remember scattered all over the dress, scattered, yeah But no big black doll. You were right. Black one. That is funny. Many great men have attained the highest office in our land, the presidency of the United States. Can you guess the name of this man? According to historians, no other single man ever did as much for a country as this president did for the United States. After a brilliant military career, he was called from retirement to preside at a federal convention in Philadelphia where he was unanimously chosen president. He was also unanimously re elected for a second term, but Refused to run for a third. Although a Federalist, he named a man from another party, Thomas Jefferson, as Secretary of State. If you don't have his name by now, here are two more clues. During his presidency, the cotton gin was invented and the first census was taken. Who was he? George Washington, first President of the United States. His life is part of your American heritage. we bring you the second act of Yours Truly, Johnny Dollar. Lieutenant Brickford drove across town to the dead girl's apartment just off Franklin Avenue in Hollywood. A uniformed cop was still staked out at the door and gave Brickford a casual salute as we let ourselves in. Yeah. Body was here. Shot from where? Uh, from over here. And position the body and wound, puts the killer somewhere in, um, in this area here. Which way is the back door? Uh, through there. And um, here's the stuff on the dresser. Uh huh. Everything you'd win at an amusement here. Everything? But a big black doll. Why would a plaster doll be so important? I couldn't even guess. Well, it's the only lead you've got so far. You ought to check it, I suppose. Concessions on the pier open around six. You got any plans for this evening? I'm with you. Let's go talk to Bill Collins again. I think it'd be a good idea if he came along with us tonight. We left the dead girl's apartment and drove back across town to Bill Collins home, near the Timpkin Aircraft factory. Bill met us at the door and showed us into an attractive living room. To find out any more about... Uh, About Judy? Not yet. We'd like to know some more about your argument, as a peer. Well, I told you just about everything. It started over the doll. That's right. You're sure Judy had the doll with her when she went home? Well, yeah, I'm positive. Before I take it into the house, had her arms full of that stuff we want. The doll was the biggest of the bunch. Mm. You, uh can't remember anything unusual about the doll. Unusual? No. No. it's mean, just a big black doll about, about this big holding an ashtray. You'd know this guy again? Oh, sure. Sure i know. He runs a confession. At least he was the, the only one there. Well, uh, can you go down with us tonight? To the pier? Yeah. Well, yeah, sure. you think the argument had something to do with Judy getting killed? We don't know. But that black doll wasn't in her apartment. It wasn't. But so I saw her take it in with it. Well, it looks like somebody else took it out. Uh. Expense account item two $14.55. Dinner for Brickford, Carnes, and myself. A short drive later, we pulled into the big parking lot on the amusement tier. As we got out of the car, the roller coaster reached the top of the first dip high above us and started down. We the parking lot and walk out of the pier. I haven't been down here in a long time. Where's the shooting gallery? We're down at the other end. We walked the length of the pier until we reached the shooting gallery where Bill had won the black cow. And the man running the construction is his late 40s, short, stocky, and bald. He stopped a few yards away. That's the man? No, he's not the one. All right, come on, boy. He's it up. There's six jacks for a quarter. What can we win? Anything on the shelf. On the top shelf. One to bit mm. How about the big black doll? Sure, but you got to hit all the clean points. Well, go ahead, darling. Aren't you going to try it? Well, if you don't hit them all, come on, Hey, hey, that's good shooting. You must have been in the army or something. You really knocked them down. Hey, now, boys, how about that? Now, I'll just take the dowels. Here, how about you, boys, not going to do him until you look now, are you? <laughs> he already did. Now, they're right, and you can win a cop and a cigarette. Just the dowels. Oh, see? hey, are. The way okay. you cute? you could do anything I got here. Hey, uh, say, um, you the only man who runs this place? Yeah, yeah, why? Right. You weren't running it three nights ago. How do you mean? I saw a guy younger than you, nasty disposition. You would do that. Hey! Oh, you mean and that's his name? Yeah, he was just for me. Where is he? Why, uh, that's the examination. We just want to know where he is. Oh, are you a cop? Why? Well, hey, he acts like a cop. You win yourself a dolly. Where is he? Uh, I don't know. He quit. When did he quit? Last night. What's his full name? Charlie Debbett. Where can we find him? I don't know. He worked for you and you don't know where he lives? That's right. I gave him a job one night. Couldn't ask him where he lives. Why did he quit? How do I know? A twist, that he was doing such a There's nothing illegal about that, is there? You ever been arrested? Me? You? No. I want you to tell me everything you know about Charlie Gilbert. Rick and I questioned and cross-questioned the manager of the shooting gallery. He said his name was Virgil Wellman, but he'd never seen Charlie Gilbert till the night he'd hired him three weeks before. He knew very little about the man, but readily admitted Gilbert had a bad temper. He swore he didn't know where Gilbert lived or what he did in his spare time. Well, we left the pier and drove Bill home. The lieutenant dropped me off at my hotel. Oh, thanks. Uh, thanks for the dinner. What happens now? Well, get some sleep and try to find Gilbert. Well, right, you got a pretty good description. Yeah. I'll put out an APB and take the mugs. Just might have a reckon. I'm going to check on that guy at the shooting gallery, too. I think I've seen that face somewhere. What are you going to do with the doll? Have the lab look it over? Bet you don't find anything. Then I'll give it back to you. You want it. Gee, thanks. It's just what I always wanted. <laughs> it's nice. Nice. Climbed into bed and tried to put the puzzle together. After a half dozen cigarettes, I gave up and turned off the light. I felt as though I'd hardly fallen asleep. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, sure, sure, sure. Johnny Dollar. Oh hi. Hey, what time is it? Two o'clock. Goodbye. Hey, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Nothing important. Okay. Let wake up. Well, There's a wake up. About an hour ago, they hauled a man out of the ocean. Been shot twice. About 36 hours. Who is he? I don't know. No identification. Nothing in our file on his print. I was sent for a kickback from Washington. Well, why is this corpse so important? Because he fits the description Carnes and Wellman gave us. Gilbert? Yeah. And I went through the mugs and came up with an identification on the guy who was running the shooting gallery tonight. I knew I'd seen him. Who so is he? Right means Virgil Shelton. Well, was an alien. Got a narcotics record. Served five years. Only been out for a couple of months. Well, oh, yeah. that sounds interesting. How about the dead man you found in the ocean? Carnes coming in to make an identification? Already sent for boy. You coming down? Right away. Expense account item three, $2.60, cab fare to the city hall. Well, I went directly to Homicide and Lieutenant Brickford. Carnes had not yet arrived, so Brickford showed me the Morgan record on the shooting gallery owner, then took me down to the morgue. The man they pulled out of the sea certainly fitted the description of Gilbert. Shortly afterward, Carnes was shown in to make the identification. Yeah. That Gilbert. That's the man I had the argument with. You sure? Lieutenant, he said he'd been dead about 36 hours. Mm-hmm. Close. And he was killed shortly after the girl was. Yeah. Hey, here's the kickback we were waiting for, Dollar. Prince and the dead man identify him as Frank Sidney, alias Charles Sidney, alias Sidney Gilbert. Alias Charles Gilbert. Yeah. fbi him narcotics, right? Well, it sure gives him something in common with a guy at the shooting gallery, doesn't that. Eh? Let's take another ride down to that pier. positive connection. Both of the men who worked at the shooting gallery had federal records and were wanted on narcotics reps. Now all we had to find out is why the girl was killed, who did it, and how did the missing black doll figure. Rickford told Sergeant Hardy to take Carnes home. Then we went down in the garage and climbed into the lieutenant's car. Twenty-five minutes later, we were back at the amusement pier. The concessions were all closed. The entire pier was dark, except for a few work lights at the entrance. We walked to the shooting gallery and stopped. Could be up front. Yeah, it could. The lab find out anything about the doll? No, no thing. Well, remind me to give it to you. Yeah, I'll tie a string around my finger. Yeah, let's take a look around back. You know, I got a hunch. About the doll? Yeah, probably the same one you've got. Suppose the doll Kahn's had the argument about was supposed to be picked up by a particular party. Expected about the time Kahn's arrived. Well, yeah. that doll you won tonight's Big space. Could hold a couple of bindles. Nice way to pass the stuff, huh? I'll hold it. smoke coming in at the end of the pier. Oh. Come on. Let's take a look. You got a gun? Yeah. Might to see a fisherman? Mm-hmm. might. But I doubt it. Better take it easy. The boat was pulled up to a small landing where a ladder led down from a spot a few yards away from us. We got down to our hands and knees and crawled to the pier railing for a minute look. Below us, we could make out two men in the boat and two on the landing. One of the men in the boat took the sophia while the other passed a large crate to the men on the landing. shooting gallery. They're coming up. Yeah, take it easy with us, Okay, hand it up, okay. Okay. Now, let's get out of here. We've got to be in Fresno by set. Hold it right there. Look up! Look out! You okay? Yeah. Oh, this one's dead. Hey, uh, Virgil's still with it. Yeah. Take his gun for a second. I want to look in that box. Yeah. You got a match? Yeah, let's see. Well, looky here. Dolls. Big black dolls. And look what's inside. Mr. Dollar, looks like we've just cracked a king size narcotics ring. Sure looks that way, Lieutenant. <laughs> live long enough to tell us the whole thing. Once a week, one of the big black dolls was passed through a pickup. The night Carnes had the argument was one of those times. Gilbert knew he couldn't take a chance on a fight that would bring the police, so he gave Carnes the doll, closed the shooting gallery, and followed. Judith Thompson surprised him in the act of stealing the doll, and he had to kill her. Virgil Wellman knew Carnes would be able to identify Gilbert, and with a murder, the police would be sure to investigate. So he killed Gilbert and dumped him off the pier. Expense account items four, five, and six, $260.50. Hotel bill, breakfast, and plane fare back to Hartford. Lieutenant Brickford drove me to the airport, thanked me, and gave me the big black doll I'd won at the shooting gallery. It looks awful, but it makes a fair ashtray. Expense account total, $467.60. Yours truly, Johnny Dollar. at the presents, you've been listening to some of the best in radio drama, with the and Johnny Dollar. Be sure and join us again tomorrow night at the same time, 9.05, when at the end presents, My Favorite Husband and the Great Gilders Place.